0: Hello and welcome back. I really should be studying Arabic right now and reviewing, but I don't feel like it. So I decided to make a podcast update and send it your way. So um, I guess I should update you on my on my Arabic because I just said I wasn't going to study it. Um, when I got here, I, I started a log of words, phrases, particles, uh, nouns, verbs, adjectives, and so on the left would be the English word and on the right would be the uh, international phonetic alphabet pronunciation that I would that I would write to the best of my ability from hearing. And then this last week I had a friend put all of the uh, all of the words into the actual Arabic script which I'm not good at typing right now so I, I had a friend help me so now I, I have a, a flashcards app that I plug that table into and I can review them I know how to say them and then I can look and see how to write them so um, now that I actually can read Arabic script, it's also useful for me to check what I heard against what is written, and occasionally I can correct something that I that I misheard. And that's where I am in my language right now. Um, I'm at the point where I have a pretty good base of words, and this last week I wasn't taking a lot of classes because I really want to cement the the language I have now and hopefully uh, as I as I review those I will I will be confident in those things and then from there go on to classes again so I'm taking a short break to do that so Ramadan will start this week and our lives will change drastically over here so keep us in your prayers um, it's it's not easy to describe I was only here for uh, I was here for most of Ramadan uh, the first time I came but it's just a time that uh, prayer is very helpful for more so than normal and uh, it's amazing how much can go wrong in a day and so we ask for your prayers it's also a time of, of real opportunity And I was asked a little bit um, from my last email, you know, what is the fasting like? So, the the food, um, the the eating ends at 4 a.m. You cannot eat after 4 o'clock in the morning. You cannot drink after 4 o'clock in the morning. And so they go without food and without water until about 7 p.m., until the sun sets and then they eat a large meal then they go out with their friends and then they have a last meal before the fast and that's around you know 3 30 or so and then another day so that changes my schedule for work it changes uh, when you can get a taxi it changes pretty much everything and a couple nights ago, I was at a friend's place. She invited me over for dinner, so we were there with her friends, and um, we talked about Ramadan, and one of her friends just said, I'm an atheist, I want nothing to do with it, I won't be fasting, and, and then she told me that um, she would be fasting, but that she has kind of, kind of been... Um, I don't know. Pushed away from religion because uh, she studied it and she she sought it out and and found it not satisfying and so then I I said well then why are you fasting and she said well it's a habit and I said you don't go without water for an entire day out of habit and then she was like well yeah I guess it still bothers my my conscience so um, my general response after listening to people talk about fasting is, um, I try and ask, so do you think it impresses God? And they tend to laugh and say no, or of course not. Um, and I think it gets them thinking because they they do, um, you know, the look on their face kind of, it, it demonstrates some kind of, um, why do we do it then if it doesn't impress him? And Uh, They definitely feel that what they're doing is a big deal. It's not something every culture does, go without food and water for an entire day. And maybe it is a big deal, you know? Maybe it is something that I've never done in my life. But the question isn't whether I think it's worthwhile. The question is, is, is God impressed? And... Um, My my hope is that we would all know that we're not going to impress God, Um, but the other half of that is that we don't have to, because He already loves us and He showed us that. But lots of conversations start um, with fasting, and just to to remind us all, um, words that are very important for me right now um, are... When you fast, do not be somber like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they already have their reward. So you'll hear some people say they won't help you or leave them alone, they're fasting, and uh, that's their excuse. And yet uh, what I get to tell people is if, if... a Christian is fasting, and they're fasting right. You won't know it, because he told us not to make a big deal out of it. Um, residency update. It looks like I'm going to have to leave the country and come back, because of some frustrating, um, frustrating ways the system works. So I brought my roommate's residency card in and they said, oh, that's going to expire. You have to renew it first. And so then I told him and he renewed it. Then I brought in his, his uh, temporary card and they said, oh, you can't use that. You have to use the, the real card. I was like, well, I just brought you in the real card and you told me I had to renew it. Well, the, the real card's coming in after my residency um, expires, after my visa expires. So I'll have to go out and come back, but for me I'm trying to look at that as a vacation, as a short time to relax, get out of, get out of the culture for a little bit, and it looks like I'll have a, a friend who will be able to put me up, so that's a huge blessing. Um, but we will see, uh, it's not set in stone yet, so I was asked to talk about the soundscapes of North Africa. What does it sound like to be here? And because of that, I recorded a few different situations: one, a language lesson in a coffee shop; another one, just a you know regular noise you hear when when you're sitting at a coffee shop, and then uh, a taxi ride. So. I will be playing those, and uh, you can hear what it is for yourself. Uh, The sounds are a little bit different at first because most of their music is minor in nature. Um, I don't know if nature is the right word. It's played in a minor key, so all of it from the hymns to the radio music has a different sound. They use uh, a lot of electronic music, a lot of hip-hop type of stuff here, but it still has kind of those um, those eastern sounds. And then you get a lot of uh, Italian music, a lot of uh, French music, some Spanish, you know, just multicultural. And then occasionally I'll hear the Backstreet Boys or something like that on the radio. So um, every radio station here is the same also. It's not um, that they all play one type of music, it's for some reason that they all play every type of music. So I'm not exactly sure what those stations are going for by doing that, but maybe they want to be all things to all people. In any case, uh, most radio music, you know, is is not appealing to me anyways, um, so it doesn't affect my life in in any way so i was standing like by the vegetable stand in the grocery store and i was not mobile because i was i was deep in thought about whether an herb that i was trying to buy was sold by the bundle or by weight and the sign wasn't clear Not that it was in English um, anyway, so I I was already, already confused. And I just stood there frozen uh, until somebody waved at me and asked if I needed help. And he asked if I needed help uh, in very good American English. It turned out that he was from North Carolina. And there are several regions of North Carolina that, that do speak English, he was from one of those and um, so I introduced myself and and he introduced himself and we traded phone numbers and um, I asked what he was doing here and he he told me that he, he had married someone from here and that he worked for the embassy and that's really cool, it's good to have a connection to the embassy, not that I have any problems they could solve right now, but you know, it was nice to, to make a connection, to talk about Sweet Tea, talk about the States. Um, he's, a, he's a football fan, so a, a real football fan. Um, and we, we had a really good time connecting. And a couple of days later, I got a text from him asking if I had any interest in going to a Cinco de Mayo party. So the thing is, over here, the American Embassy celebrates Cinco de Mayo. And, of course, I was interested in going. I was hoping to get you know, some really good Mexican food, listen to some good Mexican music, and, and meet people. So I went with my roommate, and we drove to the embassy. And we go inside, and there's, there's music, but it's not Mexican. And there's food from Chili's, uh, and then the the Mexican pizza from Papa John's. And while it wasn't, while it wasn't authentic Mexican food, as I was eating like, you know, free chicken and cheese quesadillas, I thought it very appropriate that the way we would celebrate Cinco de Mayo would be, like, to one more time misrepresent and misunderstand Mexico in the name of celebrating it. Um, It was so right. It was the most Cinco de Mayo thing we could have done, uh, especially since Cinco de Mayo is not a major holiday for Mexicans. It is not their Independence Day. It was the one time we helped them, and we helped them win a battle in a war they lost. So. There you have it, enjoy your chilies, and pretend for a day that we have any clue what Mexico is about. So that's how I got to meet him and go to a pseudo-Mexican party. I hope to continue to connect with this guy. And as it turns out, this guy has a Dungeons and Dragons group that meets once a week. In North Africa, of all places, to defeat dragons, cast spells, and and save whatever world they're in. Um, that's not something I've done before. That's not something I'm really interested in doing. But if uh, an opportunity comes that I can use to make connections and get to know others, uh, you know, give it a roll and give me the give me the dice and the the mini figurine and tell me what my special powers are, you know, um, but as a general rule, I don't like to spend four hours, um, on one thing in a day if it isn't language or work, so that one might be out of the running for now, uh, if I end up slaying any monsters, uh, I will make that available to you on the update, uh, the stats, the attack, the health, and all of those important things, uh, you know, what items they drop. So the other day, I went into a restaurant called Señor Tacos. I've passed it a few times and I finally decided to try it. uh, Knowing it would not be real Mexican food, but that whatever fake Mexican food I would get would be better than the fake Mexican food I try to make. So I go in and hear real Mexican music and Look at the walls and see Mexican drawings, uh, skulls and, and Spanish words and uh, I started to talk to the people there and they weren't Mexican but they had this this love for the for the country. And so I told them that I was from Colorado and that I love Mexican food and that I speak some Spanish and they said they were very close in touch with foreigners who knew real Mexican food, and they asked me if I would have any interest in eating their food and telling them what I thought. And I wasn't sure I had any interest in anything else. So, of course, I, I complied. I agreed to pay a certain amount, and uh, they brought me tacos and, and quesadillas and all this delicious food. So, um my main concern was that they, they weren't afraid of the drip factor that is, is a part of tacos. They're supposed to have fluid go out of them. Uh, they'd used thick sauces and, and slightly th- too thick of tortillas and uh, what turned out was um, more like a more like a flatbread sandwich than a taco. Now it was still delicious. I still got to run my fingers across the, the grainy flour tortillas that were made in-house um, and it was such a wonderful experience God gave me to have Mexican food close to the house and even in a country so far away um, so far away from the kind of food that uh, that I call home So the next step is for them to put spicy uh, spicy vegetables into their cheese sauce and call that queso, uh, and to thin out their tortillas. But they know uh, this instruction that I have that I have uh, been faithful to pass along to them. And as the traditions were handed down to me, so have I done. Um, it was interesting being a food critic, having no idea how to cook, having no idea what the words are in for the food I loved and certainly no idea in Arabic, uh, but hopefully I communicated enough to them that the next time I go there, um, I will f- experience a little bit more of Mexico than I did the first time. That's all I have today. Uh, if you thought I talked about tacos for too long, that was about a third as long as I did the first time I recorded it, so you're welcome. Um, I could talk about taco philosophy all day. I could talk about Ramadan. Uh, But really, I'll I'll get back to what I'm doing over here and start reviewing some Arabic. Thank you so much uh, for your prayers, for your time, for your concern. And I hope that as you listen to this, you have a good, restful Sunday.